With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's great to be catching up again with the Chamber of Mines and Energy CEO, Rebecca Knoll. How are you today, Rebecca? Oh, really well. Thanks, Ricky. And lovely to be speaking to you and your, and your listeners. Oh, always a pleasure. And uh, the mining industry is a big one in regional South Australia. Uh, and we uh, do extract a lot of uranium here in South Australia. And we're almost uh, every week someone raises the question of where are we heading, if at all, on nuclear energy. And it seems like there's an appetite, according to data you've released today, that there uh, is an appetite in South Australia to talk about nuclear energy being part of our energy mix. There certainly is, Ricky. And let's just go back a step um, in South Australia produces 80% of uh, Australia's uranium and 25% of the world's uranium. So we do have a uranium industry here already, um, and and that's fantastic. Um, the conversation about nuclear is one that's been uh, bubbling for a long period of time. Many of your listeners will remember the 2016 uh, Royal, Nu- Royal Commission into Nuclear Power. Um, and what a lot of people remember from that Nuclear uh, Commission is that it wasn't commercially viable, but that actually wasn't the whole sentence. The whole sentence was nuclear power may be necessary along with other low-carbon generation technologies and it would be wise to plan now to ensure that nuclear power would be available should it be required. And that's exactly where we are today, Ricky. It's, it, it's required. We are in a climate uh, crisis. There's no denying that. We're seeing climate catastrophes around the globe and even and, and on a doorstep here. Uh, we need to rapidly decarbonise and that now is the issue. So we need to move to a low-carbon electricity system and we need to get there quickly. So when you're in that sort of position, you need to look at what technologies are on the table and what what could we potentially look at. Now, nuclear, of course, is um, you know a key uh, low-carbon intense um, or zero-carbon uh, fuel, so we need to be looking at that. So for SACOM, it's like, okay, well, that's great if we need to look at it, but what does the community think and where where is the community sentiment at? So that's the reason why we did the um, survey. We were really seeking to understand whether the South Australian public wanted or were open to a balanced conversation on nuclear. Um, Our survey looked at uh, 600 adults, 400 in uh, Greater Adelaide, 200 in the region. Of course, you're getting your gender mixes and socioeconomic mixes right. And what this survey found is more than 6 in 10 adults, 63%, agree that uh, given the recent cost and reliability issues of the Australian electricity market, all energy sources, including nuclear, should be on the table for consideration. So that's a pretty uh, overwhelming majority. Uh, We've got 63% of South Australians really wanting to look at nuclear. Yeah, it's an interesting point you make not only on the climate front, but I'm, uh, there's also the issue, of course, of the supplies that have been restricted by Russia and, and in the, due to the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Uh, I guess that's also brought to, to the fore of people's mind the need for South Australia and indeed Australia to have stronger energy security. 
Yeah, stronger energy security and also uh, we, we need reliability and we need a price point that doesn't uh, de-industrialise our country. We need manufacturing here, um, so we do, and electricity is a major input to manufacturing and it needs to be at a price point that uh, makes us competitive. So there are a number of reasons why um, we need to get this sort of reliability and stability um, and price point right. Now looking at the um, survey data we've got here through JWS, it does appear there's a stronger sentiment for our listeners towards this conversation about nuclear than in metropolitan Adelaide as well. Regional Australians perhaps understand uh, their needs not only on the you know, on the energy front but on the minerals extraction front as well. Yeah, and I think regional Australia, it's where a lot of our operations are, also understand that we've got a very stringy network. So if they do want electricity, if they're not connected to the grid, it's a very expensive process to get connected to the grid. And um, in fact, you know, it's your grids that tend to go off first before... Um, before metropolitan uh, Adelaide. So I think regional um, regional people, people, people living in the regions really understand that this electricity is pretty important for their day-to-day lives and we've got to get it right. Well, I guess also regional Australian, South Australians also understand the um, poles and wires that have to crisscross their farms, etc. Uh, if we rewire the grid as we have been, um, you know, whereas I gather from what we're talking about, and we're only talking, I gather, here about small modular reactors, not the old school sort of large nuclear plants if we go down that path, they could probably just sit within existing sites, say at Torrens Island, rather than having to go, um, you know, in various places like where wind farms have to. Exactly. And Ricky, this is the conversation that needs to be had. And it's one about small to modular reactors because size does matter when you're talking about nuclear. So the large uh, cathedrals of power that uh, we see in the, in the newspapers and in media, they're, they're absolutely applicable in places like China and India where the demand for power is, is massive. But here in South Australia, we need more nimble power um, and it needs to be more dispersed um, because we do have such a, a large land mass and, and considerably few pe- fewer people. So SMRs really fit that build or micro-reactors um, and they're really the Teslas of um, the, the, the car manufacturing industry. If you think of the, the big cathedrals of power of, as uh, like your T-model Ford, really what we're moving towards is the Teslas. And these SMRs are far more plug and play. Uh, they go up to about 300 megawatts of power um, but you can get micro-reactors that are one megawatt through to these, these bigger um, SMRs. So they really are the future, and that's what we're talking about. Interestingly, in our research, uh, what came through from our research, that actually I need... Um, 22% of the South Australians surveyed had some understanding of SMRs. So, you know, there's, a work, there's work to be done there because a lot of people are still thinking, when they think nuclear, they're still thinking these very big fission reactors. Yeah, that's an excellent point because looking at that data as well, whilst there's that strong 60-something-plus percent that support a conversation about nuclear, a similar percentage really don't seem to understand nuclear technology very well. How important in that conversation is it that we explain to the public just what the technology is that is available today? I think it's really important. I think people really need to understand um, those facts. You know, we're asking people to uh, come with us on this uh, decarbonisation journey and um, I'm, like you, are very focused on making sure people have the information at hand. In that poll, it was also um, acknowledged that 31%, again, a very low number, 31% were aware of the environmental and decarbonisation benefits of nuclear energy. So this is telling us that there's a, a much uh, larger proportion of the South Australian public that don't understand 
the decarbonisation benefits of nuclear. Um, so if we do want to decarbonise and we do want to decarbonise quickly, nuclear is our, is, is our tool to do that. Um, but only 31% of our population understand it. Well, so, yeah, it's getting... yeah, sorry, Rebecca and Ol, I'm running out of time, but I do appreciate that. And there is a whole lot of data to dive through that we'll keep doing uh, with you and other people that we're in, con- in contact with about this debate. Thanks for joining us today on Flow. Uh, again, Ricky, an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.